(laughs) Hey, I'm Sherry. And I'm Marty. Tired of hearing bad news everywhere you turn? Well, we are. We're taking a little journey back to simpler times. Come along for the ride as we share some of our fun childhood memories. Might even jog some of your memories, too. Mm, I don't know, Marty. My memory lane is like a cul-de-sac these days. Hey, that is not going to stop us. Come join us for Just Just Jiggle Jiggle the Handle. Handle. So did you, when did you get braces? You know, in real life, I got them when I was 30 because Um, that- So what about fake life? What are you talking about? Well, because we grew up, we didn't have a lot of money, but my mom told me that they were going to get me braces. I had, I have very big teeth and I had a very, very, very huge overbite. You know, like they called me Bucky Beaver and, you know, it was not good. And I just hated it. And I don't remember. My mom just fine. I think I wore her down. She's like, yeah, okay, we'll get them. But she should never have said that because we couldn't afford them. Clearly, you know, we couldn't. And so we went to this orthodontist and the first thing they did was they had to put this, oh, that's right. And it was going into high school that I, the summer going into high school is when this all happened. And I think I wanted to, you know, everybody else got braces when they- So that was ninth grade going into 10th? So in 10th grade, you were- 10th, 11th, 12th. Yes. Mm -hmm. The summer of going into 10th grade. But like most people seem to have their braces at like 12 or, you know, and so they were, they got that out of the way and everybody looked like a dork, you know, the headgear, yeah, yeah. neck gear, whatever they called it and rubber bands and all that. But mm-hmm. I just wanted to have, I wanted to not have this buck tooth face, you know, in high school. And because my mom said, yeah, we're going to do it. Then I couldn't say, yeah, but what, you know, I'm going to be embarrassed. You know, I, I couldn't, I better not say that because she finally caved in. And so, but they didn't put the braces on. The guy said, well, first we have to put this retainer in, but it, it was more like a bar, like a metal bar. Yeah. Be- and they put the bands on my back teeth, the metal bands, so they'd have something to hook this bar to, but I couldn't take it out. Oh, and, that's and it weird. made my mouth, I'll send you a picture, my... My 10th grade, because, you know, you right when you from summer, you go, you take your pictures at the beginning of the school year. We did. And I look like Dinah Shore on a bad day. I just look, it's awful. And I couldn't keep my mouth shut because I already had buck teeth. And now I have this bar that sticks out like a quarter inch. It was horrible, you know. And so, but I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to be ungrateful and whatever. So I could have guessed how this was going to go, but I thought, well, this this time maybe it'll be different. But of course, my parents didn't have the money to continue the treatment. So I had this thing in and we never got to the second phase or whatever it was, which I think the idea was the bar thing was supposed to push my teeth back somewhat. And then I would get the real braces. That, oh, Mm. But it had like hooks in it. Like it mm. wasn't just a bar. It had hooks in it for rubber bands. It it was very Frankensteinish, mm-hmm. and I was just, yeah. No, did I have? Yeah, I had my contacts by then. I got my contacts in ninth grade. But, you know, it just wasn't pretty. And you're awkward and gangly. And, you know, I was tall and I weighed like, I was skinny and it was a whole magilla. So, but anyway, they didn't, we just never did it. And I, I think they owed the orthodontist money. It was like a whole thing uh. where I couldn't. And now I'm, I am, I'm half or not even halfway. I'm in stage one of whatever this process was going to be. So I took a pair of pliers and took the thing out. I'm I'm surprised that I didn't break my teeth yeah. off because all I thought is I don't care. I'm not, I cannot yeah. keep doing this. And if we're not going to go forward, I don't want to do this. So I, that's what I did. I took wow. them off myself. And then I think we never talked about braces again, but when I was really young, I always had that over, you know, when my, when my big teeth came in, my, my big teeth, I'm talking like <laughs> a, when I had my big girl underwears on, when I, 
had my, what do you call them? Your permanent teeth yeah. when they came in. <laughs> Big words. I would take rubber bands and paper clip. I'd open up a paper clip and I'd hook rubber bands oh. to make it look like I had braces. And, you know, and of course my depression era grandmother said, you don't need braces. Just push against your front teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Do it for like 15 minutes a day <laughs> and you won't need braces. And that's what people did in my time, oh my you know, and you, you're spoiled and you don't need braces and this is what you do. So, so yeah, from a young age, I, I was trying to, I, I always had issues with my teeth and my face and Thank God that's continued. That's, that, that tradition has continued throughout my adult life. And one time I put aluminum foil. I thought that might be oh my good. Gosh. <laughs> but if you, do you have any fillings? Yeah. Did you ever eat a ding dong and part of the foil didn't come off? And yeah. The, you, that the, foil makes contact yeah, with those. The electric lightning uh, bolts yeah. come out your eyeballs. Yeah. yeah. It's not good. Mm-mm. So I, I only tried that once, the aluminum foil. But when I turned 30, yeah, I had just had given birth to the child that I do have, <laughs> you do um, have. <laughs> I neglected to that you tried to somehow you tried Damn to it. erase him from my history, <laughs> but I got braces and it was a big deal. And I wore them for like three years and my teeth, although I had the overbite, my teeth were very straight. But when I got braces, there was no room for them. They had to take out teeth, mm-hmm. like four teeth. Yeah. And so here I am at 30 and now I look like a jack-o'-lantern. People would, you know, for a certain amount of time while everything's moving right. around and my poor husband, you know, he, I'd meet his friends. He was an actor and he was, they were like, dear God, why did you marry this <laughs> woman that looks like she just fell off the back of the hayride, you know? And, but anyway, it all worked out. So yeah, your teeth look great now. Yeah, my teeth look Too great. Too bad our and... listening audience can't see how beautiful yeah, your smile that's is. that's right. Well, I'll, yeah. I'll see your ninth grade and raise you because once again, as as you say, everybody when they were 12 had braces and it didn't occur to my parents that I needed them, but I really did. My brother's nickname for me was horse mouth. And that pretty much described, I mean, I had horribly protruding. You had, a, you had buck teeth also? Oh my God, such buck teeth. And then when I started playing in band or started playing a wind instrument, you know, you take the flutophone class in fifth grade and then they assign it. Or, Is that like a recorder? Yeah. Yeah, like a really cheap yeah. fake thing just to yeah. see if you the can kind of get it. <laughs> yeah. That and was the brand. It was called a tonette. Oh, it was. Wow. The one we did. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> <laughs> so in seventh grade, when it was time to get an actual instrument to play in the band, they saw my teeth and gave me a clarinet because that they, you know, well, you can fit that armature right around that. The clarinet, that's just perfect. Your buck teeth will work wonderfully with this. So I never had braces, but was absolutely butt ugly. And I had the Gary Larson pointed glasses because that was what was, that's what they, and my mom had stopped cutting my hair into the flat, flat bangs, <laughs> the flat yeah. bangs and the flat cut. But whatever hairdresser they took me to, it was just horrible. It was just this horrible <laughs> hairstyle that no human being should ever, ever <laughs> want to have. So I was quite a picture. I can, I'll probably on our Facebook page, we'll have to post some of those pictures. Yeah, just we need to, to do that. Yeah. Because it was really horrible. So it wasn't until 11th grade 
11th grade where you're pretty boy seeking what's the word boy hungry uh, not boy hungry boy crazy <laughs> boy crazy that's heat seeking i don't a, know what are you looking better, for <laughs> boy crazy yeah that's when i got braces nobody else nobody else in the entire school has braces see how similar grade. our experience isn't that interesting yes so i got uh, and i was determined to wear them as short a period of time as possible so i followed everything the entire inside of my cheeks was carved up yeah. with the metal and stuff, but I was determined to make you it have work. The wax though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. gosh, the wax you put on the braces. I hope they have a better system now. Who knows? But they it was such a I think I ended up I had to get four teeth removed. I had to get wisdom teeth yeah. and excuse me, uh, eight teeth altogether, I, I guess. Yeah, me too. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I four had wisdom a lot teeth. Of extra teeth. Yeah. And I kept them. I was going to make a necklace from them. <laughs> For some reason, my mother didn't encourage that, but oh well. No. I've still got them, I'm sure, somewhere. So I got it in 11th grade, and I was just determined to make it as fast as So I followed all the rules. I you know, w- did everything exactly like I was supposed to with the rubber bands, and I never- Did you have the neck headgear or neck gear? No, they thank goodness. It? I didn't have- But you know, I had a plenty, enough mouth gear to, for a couple of people. You know, it was ugly. Yeah. It was really pretty, pretty ugly, especially when no one else around you has it and everybody's dating the high school football team yeah. captain and stuff. That's awesome. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, so that was traumatic. And, but I did get them off just before I went into my senior year, which thank goodness because because you were like the swan now yeah know? yeah it was it was much better I was much better but the mm. picture all my 11th grade pictures are with my mouth closed but like really big lips covering up these yeah. huge braces so yeah. I, I I feel you yeah well and then if they you they took the teeth out then the same thing happened to you yeah, where your sure. teeth all start moving around and yeah. for a while you you look like a jack-o'-lantern you've yeah. got big spaces in between your teeth it's funny that what did your brother call you horse horse mouth. mouth. Yeah, yeah, well, my grandmother, the same grandmother that told me to push my fingers against my front teeth and I didn't need braces, she would also tell me that, oh, she referred to my teeth as butter paddles, which I didn't understand at the time. But when you churn butter, they use a big paddle mm. and my teeth are huge, you know, you can see. And then she at one time she said, and she was from Kansas City, uh, Missouri. And my grandfather was Kansas City, Kansas. I think I might have mentioned that before, but... <laughs> She said, Sherry, you could eat corn through a picket fence. And I didn't know what that, and I didn't know enough to know that that was a dig, but, hmm. but because. Oh, they, because your teeth stuck out and they were big yeah, enough. And yeah. I could get, yeah. So I could eat corn through a picket fence. So that was nice. So why I don't have a needle hanging out of my arm right now is beyond <laughs> me. But I, I think I just, you kind of knew it was a dig, but you didn't know what it meant. So you went with it. So, yeah. well, that's. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we both got straight teeth. I am know? too. We'll have to I mean, share I, pictures. Of- yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I thanked my parents so many times because it did so much for my confidence because I, you know, I told you all the rich girls used to pick on me and make fun of me. And I think having straight teeth gave me a whole level of confidence that, yeah, uh, you know, and then of course the year after, shortly after I got my braces, I had an interview with Up With People, which was the international cast that traveled around the world performing for a year. And oh, and can you just, what what did they do again? Oh, I, it's, I don't remember it's a, what. It's an international cast. Uh, it's, it's kind of all about, I don't want to, spreading goodwill 
still sounds hokey, but it really was, it was people from all over the world in the cast. It wasn't religious. It wasn't politically affiliated. It was people from countries all around the world. And you all come together and you learn this two hour singing, dancing show and you travel around the world performing it. But everywhere you go, you stay with families where you go. Like a host family. Like a host family. Exactly. And, you know, I stayed with I think 18 families in Spain and maybe seven families in Belgium. And, you know, the other cast was in Italy that year in Ireland. And, you know, uh, it was such an amazing experience. And it was kind of like, hey, we can all get together. Come on, you guys. Let's, it's one human race. It's not sections and, you know, divisive. We're all the same people. And if we can live together, you can too. And you just got to be open to differences in people and, it was a really and a great education. I mean, I got to do things in that cast that people don't dream of doing in a lifetime. I got to tour NASA with the astronaut Eugene Cernan, who was on the board of directors. I got to watch an open heart surgery uh, be performed. In, I mean, you know, stuff like that. They set up all these educational things too. And it was just a great way to meet people all over the world. How fun. And are they still active? I know you like have reunions and stuff, but are they, is it still an active organization? It was until COVID. They had to shut down because of COVID. So they're hoping to start up again because they had a cast ready to travel and then had to shut down. And how did you get, how did you find out about it? And how old were you when you did it? I was 18 and I had heard about them. I'd seen a television special that was on CBS, I think, a few years earlier. And they came to my hometown. They came to Lynchburg. They were traveling around the United States. This one cast was. And my dad worked for GE and they were doing a GE. This small cast was doing a GE tour and I heard about them. And they don't do auditions. They just want to know that you're the kind of person who kind of wants to give a year of your life to the people you meet and make the world a better place. It sounds How hokey, cool. but it was awesome. That should be compulsory. That should be something that every kid oh, has yeah. to do. Yeah. But I'm afraid some of them might make a bad impression where they go other places. You know, they wanted people to be the kind yeah. of people that would make a good enough impression. Hey, I like Americans after all, you know, that kind of thing. Or right. He's right. Muslim and we have a lot in common. Oh, an American Indian. We've never met one of those. You know, it was very interesting. And it was a great experience. We were on another story, but I'm fascinated by this. So I want to, so when, when did it start? Who started it? A guy named Blanton Bell started it in, it started in 1965 and every year it was kind of a different organization for the first few years at 65 through 68. And then it sort of evolved. I think it had religious ties maybe in the very, very beginning. And it was sort Mm -hmm. of when all the riots and stuff were going on in the in 68 it was kind of like not all young people are bad this is a positive thing we can do for the world you know it's not all riots and getting and shootings and you know looting and whatever because there's you know 68 was kind of a crazy year so it kind of evolved by the time i traveled it, there was no religious affiliation or anything and it was just really about trying to make the world a better place just by communicating with people everywhere you go and showing them being a good human yeah learning how yeah. to be a good human yeah. i love that i wish i would have known about that that would have been great it was it was the most so, amazing okay, year so, of my life and i've had some pretty amazing experiences yeah 
Like this one right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So go back. Where were we? You got your braces oh, so I was off just saying, and then you did something with Up With People. Yeah. So I, we I was so glad. I had just gotten my braces off when the Up With People cast came to town. And so, you know, needless to say, Up With People, you smile a lot during the show and, and everywhere you go, for that matter. A lot of smiling faces. So yeah. I was glad I could smile without being embarrassed. Yeah. yeah. So it worked out. I like it. <laughs> that was a good story. I love that. Got any good stories about wearing braces? Or did you travel with up with people? We welcome all happy stories on our Just Jiggle the Handle Facebook page. Join us next time to see what little memory we have left at Just Jiggle the Handle. Handle.